0: Thanks for tuning in to the Verse of the Day. Welcome. I'm glad that you've decided to spend a little bit of time listening to God's Word today. We are in the book of Job, and right now I just finished teaching our last session on Job to our students at our Bible school here called the King's Bible Institute. And so I'm, I'm fired up about this book, and it's 42 chapters long. It's kind of a long book, And it's not the most straightforward book to read if you don't understand the outline. It can kind of be a difficult book to read and to understand. And so tomorrow I'm going to talk about the main thrust and the main message of the book of Job and why it's important for us to get it, to grasp it, to understand it, and to let its message uh, impact our lives and our hearts because in our lives we will all experience something like Job. It might not be suffering, pain, or loss on the scale or level that he experienced, but certainly all of us will face hardship and difficulty in life. And so it's important for us as God's people, as people of faith, to know how to respond, how to process through the events of life in light of who we believe and who we know that God is. But that's tomorrow. One of the things I wanted to pull out for us today has to do with Job's three friends. Job had lost it all. In one afternoon, he went from being the richest man that anybody knew to being the poorest man, and even his health and family were taken away from him. And Job's friends come and visit him in chapter 2. And in verse 11, it says that when they heard about what happened to Job, they got together and decided to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. That's a good thing. You know, when people in our lives experience pain, grief, and loss, they need someone to just come alongside them and sympathize and bring comfort. That's what they decided to do. And they got together and they went to go and do that. Verse 12 says, when they saw Job from a distance, they could hardly recognize him. They could hardly even recognize their friend because of the physical and emotional and certainly spiritual turmoil that he had been through. It had altered even his physical appearance. It says, when they saw him, they could hardly recognize him and they began to weep aloud. Verse 13 says, they sat on the ground with Job for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. And here we have an example of what good friends do. When our friends are hurting, we enter into their pain with them. We weep with them. We mourn with them. We sit with them. Job's friends started off so well doing exactly what ought to be done. And that's what we ought to do when there are people who experience loss. Sometimes people just need someone who can go and sit with them. The truth is, a lot of times we don't know how to respond when someone is in a situation similar to Job. We don't feel like we have the words to say, But one of the worst things that you can do is just to ignore them or avoid them. That's really a selfish thing to do because you're really thinking about yourself and how you don't have the right words to say. And so I want to encourage you, if you have somebody who's going through a tough time, be that friend who just goes and listens and sits. I know that when my dad passed away, I had several godly men, godly mentors who would call on me And they would just listen. And I said some crazy stuff in that season of my life as I was processing through what was happening in my family and what was happening in our church. It was a difficult season. And the best friends, the friends who are still my friends, are those who just came alongside me and sat and listened and let me process and so that's how Job's friends start out for seven days and seven nights. They sit there. They don't even say a word. Job doesn't even say a word. And here's where the story gets off. In verse three, Job starts to talk. And like many of us do when we go through a hard time, he is processing his life out loud. And so he starts saying things like, I wish I was never born. This pain and suffering is too much for me. What did I do to anger God? God. He doesn't understand what he's going through. And so he begins to process, this is where his friends really mess up. Instead of encouraging him and saying, no man, you're going to make it and God's on your side and we're going to help you get through this tough time. They don't say those things. Instead, they come and they start rebuking Job. They start saying the reason that you're suffering is because you have sinned, you have secret sin in your life, you need to repent of your secret sin, and if you'll do that, then God will forgive you and restore you. And we need to not be friends like that. When someone is going through a tough time, what they don't need is is a lecture, a sermon, a doctrinal dissertation, a theology on sin and suffering and God's providence. They, they don't need a whole lesson and lecture. And they certainly don't need people who are accusing them of sin. What they need is someone who can encourage them, who can build them up, who can just be there and listen. And so that's the big idea today. If you know someone who's going through a tough time, be there for them. Be present. Listen. As somebody who has gone through some tough times, don't try and give them a theology lesson. There will be time for that. But there needs to be a time of just processing, of having some loving people who can just love on them. And so... Love on your friends. Be there for them. Be present for them. Don't accuse them of sin. Don't accuse them of not being a true Christian. Just walk with them faithfully and love them and just enter into their pain with them. The Bible says to weep with those who weep. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Thank you for listening today. I hope that this blessed you. I know it's been a little bit practical And tomorrow, we're going to look at the main point. Why is this book in the Bible? And what is it trying to tell us? I'm praying for you. I love you. And I believe this. If you're walking with Jesus, your best days are ahead.